Hello, Ashley. Hello, Taryn. Um, it's almost Christmas. It is almost. So, thank God. What? Thank God. Oh, thank God. And and your birthday. I let's know. talk about it later. This is my section. No. Um, let's talk about it now. So for today's fact or fiction with Taryn, um, does I have Ashley a fact. turn thirty two or does she turn twenty four? Your butt. Okay. okay. Get your shit together. Did you know that before Coca Cola used Santa's image for advertising, Ooh. Santa used to be portrayed as spooky more than jolly. But in 1931, the beverage company hired an, I can't say his name, an illustrator, and they made him really jolly looking. And now he's Santa. That's like our vision of Santa is very like jolly looking. And I'm going to show you the advertisement. Oh, like he's so jolly and happy looking. Yeah, it's the rosy cheeks for sure. Whereas before, remember it was like Father Christmas. He was like all like skinny yeah. with like a long beard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So Coca-Cola changes lives. Coca-Cola changed everyone's life. Coca-Cola invented Santa. <laughs> Essentially, yes. What I'm hearing <laughs> is Coca-Cola. The message should be taken away. Thank you, Coca-Cola, yeah. for the Santa we Thank all you. know and love and grew up with. Give me a ho 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 ho. Ho ho ho. No, like see that. Ho ho ho. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, now you can talk about your birthday if you want. <laughs> it's my birthday. No, I'm just kidding. My birthday is coming around the corner and I'm very excited about it. Um, this is, I have met a handful of people that have uh, Christmas birthdays. There's not a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually never met anyone with my birthday. I've heard Always, of like, people. The Christmas Eve, I feel like I've heard, I've heard of more. I've met people that have Christmas Eve birthdays, um, but I have heard of people being like oh my cousin's born on christmas and yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll be like oh th- i understand like it's it's hard, it's hard yeah. i'm like it's Double the gifts. worst um but is that the worst part the gifts the double gifting like it's christmas and birthday that was or- the worst part when i was like 12 I hate it. Got it, it got it. Yeah. Or is it like, I, you don't feel like it's as like big of a deal? Now that I'm older, I don't care about the presents. Obviously, it's it's more about like, oh, there's really no time 
in the month to actually throw myself a birthday party. Yeah. And every birthday party or dinner I've ever tried to do, like there's always like a handful of people that can't make it. Yeah. Because it's the holidays. So the best possible situation is like a half birthday or throwing a party in November or January. Yeah. Um, But yeah, if you know any (laughs) Christmas babies... Give, give, them a, a hug. give them a hug. Give them give an them extra present. Love. Give them a drink. Do something yeah. for them. Yeah. Because um, it's not always it's not always amazing. But it is nice because everyone always remembers your birthday. Oh yeah. Like, like people so that I haven't easy. talked to since like elementary school will text me. Yeah. Or or like DM or something and be like, hey, Boy. happy birthday. When's mine? July twentieth. <laughs> my brain July? almost. My brain almost She's went like, to mush, and I testing. panicked for a second. I was like, June. You were you weren't a good tester in school, huh? No, I'm did you, bad. Did you get like panicky? Oh, I had panic attacks. Yeah, yeah. I actually I like, had I to. I feel have, like I saw that. I had to have someone like coach me through how to calmly breathe during tests. Yeah, because I had a hard I don't time. Think people like talk about it. there's. There are people who just can't take tests. Test it's, anxiety. It's unfair for that to be like the measurement. What are we're just talking about? I had a really right cool. There was a really cool program at the school that I went to. I had a really hard time with math, and I always did. Um, in geometry class, there was an option for me specifically because everyone knew that I had struggled with school. Aww. Period. Let alone math, where I could take the test verbally. Oh, and I didn't look at the test yeah I would have my notepad and my teacher would stand at the front with the exam and he would verbally give me like the ABC whatever and I would yeah you know for for the test anyways and I would tell him the answer and I did great in that class isn't that weird so I wonder if you so have you ever heard of like auditory processing yeah in high school (laughs) during that program that that was like partly because I've I've had kids that we've like it's the if they hear it or wait is that opposite like hearing something versus like seeing it it just it like ignites something different in their brain you know I don't I never really studied too much of it but I that's what I that's what honestly that's how I passed <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the only so reason cool. I passed your teacher but, just did that for yeah. you yeah that, what a good teacher and what was weird is the elementary school that I went to. Um, was not ele- elementary school slash middle school that I went to was really not was really behind. Okay. With edu- by the time I got to high school, I was behind on everything. Oof. And what was weird was he did this for a handful of people. Everyone in this group was from the elementary school that I went to. Interesting. Yeah. Like we were all like we all came from the same middle school, the same elementary yeah. school. We were all in the same program where he had to verbally give us our exams. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? That's nuts. I know. Good for him, though. He was great. Love that. What yeah. are we? Hi, welcome to our podcast. Hi. What do we do on this podcast? We're just figuring out why Ashley still doesn't know her times tables. We talk about ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just join along. Um, freaking Christmas is Christmas coming. Is, Christmas is around the corner. I. It is the time of year where I thrive. Mm-hmm. Thrive during this time of year. Yeah. Um, minus, you know, Vlogmas, which we are in the middle deep. Middle. So pray for Actually, all of us. T- towards the end. Towards the yeah, end. Yeah. But still in the thick of it of Vlogmas, as you guys already know, me, Alicia, and Taryn spend all of December filming and editing daily videos, mm-hmm. daily content that goes up on our channels. And it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And we're a little crazy. We're going a little yes. crazy right now, but we're getting through it and that's all that matters. Um I am richer, but I have back problems, and um, I got a massage one time after Vlogmas, and they were like, what do you do? Because my muscles in my right, like, <laughs> Your tendon in your right arm? Were, like, bulging, and she's like, what do you do for she's a living? She's like, I lift. I was like, I edit for YouTubers. Bulk lifter. Bulk lifting. Just with my fingers. <laughs> Just your fingers. <laughs> uh, present yeah. wrapping is going strong. For huh? me, present wrapping oh, okay. is going strong for me. Yeah, yeah. Really stoked on that. Um, other than that, still trying to figure out some last minute present ideas, but it's we're Do getting you know there. What you're getting me. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Actually, well, I haven't ordered it yet. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, cool. Well, would love to quickly just give a little shout out. Okay. 
Uh, I know it's the holidays, but you guys still have to do your part in this podcast, okay? Ooh, it's wow. not just me and Taryn. It's you guys, too, as the listeners and as our writers. Yeah, that write our content. As our content givers. <laughs> so um, I, know, I know it's a busy season, but if you are going through anything, we'll have a story you've been wanting to share mm-hmm. um, or have a friend that experienced something like that you feel comfortable sharing, like take the moment to send us an email, give us all the details. We need yeah. more content and yeah. stories and we wouldn't be here without you guys. So do your part. And dig deep, guys. Yeah. Dig deep. Let's like, get emotional here. D- like Let's get not messy. just about your love lives. Like we want to know everything. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> all the things. I want to know everything about everyone. Like I am that person that just asks what some might think is inappropriate questions, but because mm. I genuinely just want to know. how well you know the person. That's how I was with you in the beginning of our friendship. I'd be like, have you ever this? Do you this? What yeah. do you really think about this? Yeah. What have you struggled with? I'd be like, uh, great but that's question. why we got so close because Ashley was like, no, no, no. And I was yeah. like, yes, yes, yes. Well, I, Ashley was like, no, no, no. And Taryn showed up with a freaking chainsaw and just broke down the- Yeah, I did. I did. Broke down the walls. Forced my way in. <laughs> also- <laughs> Uh, remember when you completely interrupted me and took away my tearing it up because you had a tearing it up? No, I do not recall. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is the tearing up I was going to read. Yeah. Welcome to the tearing it up segment. Welcome. That was my segue. A little bit of sass. A little, little bit, bit of, of sass. bitterness. And it's just behind that. the wild vlogmas has gotten into my yeah. head. <laughs> uh, this one is titled, or for those of you that don't know, the tearing it up segment is embarrassing stories only. Funny stories only. Yeah. Um, this one is titled WTF is in my ear, plus a dad joke. WTF in my ear? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Turn it up. WTF this is in night, my ear. This like, big fear about ears. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you after because what if it's the same thing and then I just like ruined your story? You know, yeah, go ahead. Please don't. Hey, ladies, <laughs> I have another turn it up for you. I'm the one who submitted the story about the kid who got his hair caught in the fan. <laughs> if you read <sighs> both my stories, I will be thrilled. This is definitely one of those moments that made me think, what in the world just happened? Yep. In the summer of 2012, I had just gotten off the evening shift at my part-time job. It was dark outside, so I pulled into my parents' driveway. The porch lights were on. And the porch lights were on. As I walked from my car to the house, I hear buzzing near my ear. I started to freak out a little bit and was swatting frantically around my head with my hands. In the panic of swatting away at whatever was near me, I cut my face with my fingernail. And I started to bleed. Straight chaos. And then, all of the sudden, I hear something buzzing inside inside inside. my head. Oh, God. Sweet Jesus. Absolutely not. Naturally, I start smacking my head in an attempt to thrust it out. At this point, I'm developing a headache from all of the whiplash, and I start screaming and crying as the flapping in my head continues. Then my dad runs out, worried (laughs) that I was in trouble, which I was. He keeps trying to help, but every time I hear the flapping and buzzing in my ear, I scream, run in place, wiggle my hands, and cry a lot. My dad finally gets me inside and figures that whatever is in my ear, we should drown out. So he lays me <laughs> on the kitchen counter with my head on the counter and starts pouring liquid. I don't remember what it was. She goes, but that's not important because there's a bug in my ear. Thankfully, the flapping slowly stops. I start to use cotton swabs to absorb the liquid, but no sign of the creature. God. For the next few days, nothing. WTF is in my ear. Over the following months, each time I used a cotton swab on my ears, I would get tiny bits of bug legs or bug wings. Ew, I know you're grossed out, but it had to have been a year later when I finally got the majority of some kind of bug body out of my ear. What? A year? To this day, I still don't know what kind of bug it was. I'm thinking some kind of mosquito. I don't know. But because because of this incident, I freak out anytime I hear buzzing from bees, wasps, flies, or pretty much anything else. My friends call me ridiculous for my behavior until I tell them this story. Then they get it. Thanks for reading. And here is my unsolicited advice. Plug your ears when you're outside in the dark during the summer near lights. (laughs) That's what I do now. Amazing. I hate that so much. I had a cousin 
who had a lake house one summer and she like it's a lake house you know like you're swimming in like dirty lake water and yeah, you're like lake in the grass is yeah disgusting apparently there was some kind of beetle in her hair and she went to take a shower and the beetle crawled into her ear no and she said it apparently it hurt like really yeah. really bad and she had to go to the hospital and get it taken out yeah so i have this fear because one of my coworkers daughters was sleeping and woke up to excruciating pain inside her ear. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm I, pretty sure it was tea tree oil on a cotton ball. It pulls but, them out. Yeah, so she put that on her ear because she called her mom freaking out and her mom was like, do this. So puts it on her ear. This bug came out. And so my coworker brought the picture the next day and we were like looking up and we we're pretty sure it was a termite. So <gasps> it was literally like burrowing into her like ear. <gasps> Yeah. Oh my so god. So there's time still to this day where I'll Ooh. start falling asleep. It pops in my head, and I'm like, my ears are exposed, and I'll like put a Bugs blanket. Bugs are over. disgusting. Bugs are disgusting. That's so scary. You want to hear another one? <laughs> I no. had a friend. I had a friend um, in like seventh and eighth grade, and she always went. This is like something that's very popular in Southern California, especially if you live more towards the desert. People love to go like to the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like and get like houses and like. Uh, yeah. Or boats and like stay there for like a full week. Yeah. Um. Well, she was on a houseboat out by the river, and she was inside. She was walking out the door and turning, like walking out of a like doorway and turning left. And mid yawn, decides to walk this. outside and turn while her mouth is wide open. She completely swallows a dragonfly. A dragonfly went straight into her mouth and down her throat. She said she threw up and everything and like it gagged that her sucker, and she yeah, never found fast. it. Never found it. Like it just like she huh. she ate it. Yeah. I hate this. With, Why are we she, talking about this? It's Christmas, insects. Ashley. I'm so sorry. It's Christmas. It was so good though. You are the Grinch. <laughs> Dear God, I'm so itchy. The Angie's list you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm going to go first and try to turn this around. Yeah, let's turn it. Let's make try it, let's make it a, a Christmas special. <laughs> Actually, mine's not very Christmassy, but you know. Well, don't blame it, it on it me is. then. Okay, but it's not bugs in your ears. Okay, well, it's still and not And flies in your still, throat. At least it's interesting. Gross. Okay. My story is called... <laughs> Excuse me. When I said I wanted to be the main character, I did not mean to be in a love triangle. Oh my God. You know what? Careful what you ask for. Because main characters are often in 
Love triangles. Love triangles. I want to be the side character. <laughs> Just quietly I want to be. I want to be the the B girl. I want to be like the girl who's married and like gives advice to the main character who's going through the her one drama. Who's who's been around, who lived life and has some wisdom. I want to cross over. Yeah. I'd like to cross over. Yeah. Okay, God. <laughs> I would like to cross over. Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I admit the title is a bit dramatic, but I couldn't not do it. Mm. I agree. Hi, my name is Kat, and I first off wanted to say how much I adore the podcast. I've been listening for a bit over a year now. Wow. Wow. Dedicated. Wow. wow. And I have went back, and, and I went back and listened to all of the episodes. I've learned a lot from you, too, that I will take with me in the future. Now, Cute. Thank you. I, love, I that. love that. Now, let's get into the story. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm in my first ever relationship, and we've been dating for a month now, which in high school is, like, anything over a month is, like, wow. Huge deal in high school, yeah. Yeah. Did you date in high school? I didn't date a soul in high school. I didn't either. My sister had a four-year relationship in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Opposite. Complete opposite. Didn't date anyone. My first boyfriend, 19? I think I was 19. I was 19, too. So she said, let's call him Josh. I really like Josh, but if I'm honest, back when I was talking to him, I also liked another guy who we'll call Adam. Mm. I like Josh more, and he's the one I went on dates with and talked more outside of school. So when he asked me to be his girlfriend, I said yes. Adam also started dating someone else, so we stayed friends. The problem is I sit next to Adam in one of my classes, and we still talk, quote unquote, as friends. I thought as I got more into a relationship, my feelings for Adam would go away. They have, but they're still slightly there. It doesn't help that Adam is a natural flirter. Even though we're both dating someone, he still gets very touchy, gets in my personal space, and sometimes makes pretty obscure jokes. If we weren't both dating someone, dating people, I'd consider it flirting. Okay. It's still flirting. It's flirting. Flirting is flirting, people. You can be married and flirt. Mm-hmm. You can be in a love triangle and flirt. In a love triangle and flirt. You can be single and flirt. You can flirt with every person you come across. Yeah. I have been accused of being a flirt. Mm. I will say I think it is my personality type. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm very just like the second I meet you, I think we're friends and I... I do feel like there's, like, because I did have a lot of guy friends, like, I'm just very, like, what's up, bro? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I, I definitely had friends that were, like, you just are so talkative with my crush. And it makes me upset. And I'd be, like, oh, like, I didn't know. They need to calm down. Yes, but I also <laughs> if that's think. that's your crush, then you should uh, step it up. But I also think, like, just out of respect, like, it was helpful for me to be, like, wait, okay, like. I need to be careful the way I'm coming across because I don't want that to be seen as that either, you know? I've never been accused of flirt. I've been a- accused of uh, being intimidating. <laughs> well, yeah. Because <laughs> you have exact your shut-off face. Where exact opposite. People are like, why is she They're looking like, at me like she wants she, to kill me? Does she like But little me? do you know, she's not even thinking about you. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's fully in her own mind yeah. having a dialogue with someone that's not even in the room. Oh. Like, she's not even thinking about you. Taryn knows. Yep, I know. Okay, it's actually so, my focus face. <laughs> okay, we're done. My, I'm done. My resting I hate you face <laughs> is my concentration face. Okay. Um, she does admit if anyone else saw, they would think they were flirting too. On a side note, he's side hugged me, asked me to visit him at his work, and told me about all his problems with his girlfriend because I guess she cheated on him. <sighs> he Bitches also wants me to pin him in my text messages which I was like, oh my god, is that a thing now? It's That's like, like a favorite, and like the top. it's like yeah, but like remember like MySpace top eight? Mm-hmm. It was like a big deal if you got to be like on someone's top eight. I wonder if like pinning text messages now is like is like that a that, thing where people are but like it's weird because it's not like a shareable pins. thing. I mean, unless people ask to see, it's not like a public thing. Maybe it's like that though. Weird. I know kids these days <laughs> kids these days i was like oh no there's a new thing i wasn't aware okay even though the only time we talk is either for math homework or to play game pygon 
Is that a thing? Gamma Pigeon. Gamma Pigeon. <laughs> Where I'm at now is that I love my boyfriend. I still have feelings for someone else. I would never date Adam. He's a year younger than me and just immature, but I really don't want to stop flirting or whatever you want to call it. Also keep in mind that I don't have that many close guy friends, so this could be all be perfectly friendly and I wouldn't know. I've tried telling my friends all of this, but I just sound like I'm cheating and I feel like they judge me. Let me know if you would consider this cheating, flirting-wise or emotionally. Should I tell my boyfriend or is there nothing to tell? Thanks for reading. And discuss. <laughs> my knee popped. I love this one because I'm this like, I genuinely feel like I could be like, no, no, no. Here's what you got to do. You know what I mean? Where some of them, it's like, there are such deep topics that I'm afraid to necessarily yeah, 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 like yeah. totally state my opinion. But this one, I'm like, I I see myself in this oh, in like well, high school. I think, I think everyone's been there where yeah. you you like you are with someone, but there is someone who is like super fun to be around. Yeah. That's also like you flirt with, they flirt mm-hmm. with, and it's this. It's not necessarily in my head like the flirting specifically. It's the you don't want to stop flirting. Yeah. The fact that you actually took the time to write that in this email that you don't want to stop flirting and is a big deal. What else? You like Adam. We always say, if you can't tell your friends about it, uh-huh. you probably shouldn't be doing it. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. friends are like, friends are friends and they'll speak up and tell you when you're doing something stupid, Yeah, but they're not going to like disown you. And if anything, I think... When you are when you're not going to all people to get their opinions, but you're yeah. only going to people like you want to hear, mm-hmm. then I think it's just a little like, just like the person on your shoulder, just being like, okay, you know what you're doing, like yeah. just like own it, like yeah. be who you are, whatever. So that was something that stuck out to me too. Uh-huh. So and I like your path you're going, Ash. Also, okay, I have two completely. They sound totally opposite. Uh vibes of advice I guess I would say one part of me being the old and wise mature in my 30s that I am is like don't take anything serious in high school like just have fun because I see so much of like all the drama that was focused on like guys that my friends went through Mm -hmm. that like None of them ended up staying with the same guy. They all like went off and did things. They all like missed out on like fun high school experiences because they were involved in like drama with their boyfriends. So part of me is like, don't take all of this seriously. Just have fun, whatever. Right. Yeah. But then this other part of me comes in because I do think we form habits without even being aware that we're forming habits. Right. And I think you are in some dangerous zone because every time you look at a situation where someone's cheated, there always is those tiny moments in the beginning that were like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, so what, we DM every once in a while. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. not that big of a deal. Yeah, we text about homework or like whatever. And then it just evolves and evolves and evolves till something big happens and then you're like I don't know how I got here but it's like no you do like you've been slowly making these decisions to get to this big point and so I think that there is this very dangerous zone that you're in that I feel like you should just be aware like okay like the fact that like I obviously know it's wrong or I wouldn't be writing in about this I obviously know it's wrong because I wouldn't be like not telling my friends and I wouldn't be like calling it flirting or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Flirting. It was quote flirting or whatever. Yeah. So I think, I think, you know, deep down, I mean, it's always like the golden rule, right? Like you treat people how you want to be treated. If you, if you knew that your boyfriend was doing all of the exact same things that you're doing, would you be like, ah, it's not that big of a deal or would you be hurt by it? And if the answer is I'd be hurt by it, that's kind of like your answer right there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, for me, for me, um, I agree with Taryn. I want you to have fun and enjoy high school. But for me, if you are calling someone your boyfriend, then you shouldn't be talking about it. It's a commitment. Yeah. yeah. If, like, if you guys were just talking or it was just, it wasn't like a, a promise or a committed thing, um, sure, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You don't belong to anyone. No one belongs to you. You can, fair game. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever I know, there's a quote, but I can't think of it. <laughs> All is fair in love and war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you, if you, which you are calling someone 
boyfriend, mm-hmm. then there is a line that has been drawn. And if you are feeling some type of way with Adam, which you clearly are, you shouldn't be. And I think that's it. I think honestly, that's a you sign. You have to friend zone Adam. That's just how it has to it's yeah, gotta be done. Because it's out of respect for relationships. And I'm not saying like, oh, you can't be friends with someone of the opposite sex. I personally lean towards that. Like when I'm in a committed relationship, I don't pursue friendships with men. Yeah. Like it's just the choice that I've made. But it's not just a guy. Like it's a guy that you straight up say you have say, feelings that you, for. That you quote don't want to stop flirting with. And That's you'll continue because it's forbidden. You it's can't fun. have a boyfriend but not be able to stop flirting yeah. with another guy. It just doesn't it doesn't yeah. pick, you gotta pick one. Yeah. So for me the Sorry. problem is that you don't want to stop flirting with yeah. Adam and you have a boyfriend. So, and you're being secretive about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's it's not the flirting Which, and it's not the bo- it's like both. We are not throwing judgment at all. Not at both all. Both of us have been in similar situations, but I just think I just think like I said, I think this is a slippery area to be mm-hmm. in. And this is also like setting you're in high school. This is setting the bar yeah. a little bit for what dating looks like. Also, you said you don't have a lot of guy friends. And you're not sure if this is like guy friendy. Like I think it's it's very important that you you set those boundaries for guy friends and what you can and can't do with a boyfriend now. Otherwise it's gonna be blurry yes. later on in life. And let me just throw another point. Throw <clears throat> go ahead, Taryn. Throw another voice. <laughs> My voice is like cracking a lot. What's wrong um, with you? <laughs> I don't know. Um She's a smoker. <laughs> I, imagine. I'm s i am hate smoke. I have two pet peeves. When people cut in front of me and when people blow their nasty, lung-filled smoke air into mm-hmm. my mouth when I did not ask for it. Specifically at the airport when you're like oh exhausted gosh. and tired already. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so my last point. I think sometimes we get very, when we're doing something that we maybe are like, ah, is this right or is it not? We get very involved in the minuscule details to try to justify. Yeah. When in reality, because you made threw up that question that you just brought up, which I forgot about how she was like, I've never had guy friends. I don't know if this is normal. The thing is, it doesn't matter if he is actually flirting with you or not. You are getting emotionally fulfilled from the way he's acting and just your interactions with him. So right there, that just puts it at a different level. And you need to figure out why am I feeling the need to get this fulfillment from him? Is it that I really don't have a good connection with my boyfriend or is it just there's this history and then you might need to just cut that and take a step away so you can like fully get over that. But either way, I think you got some thinking to do and it's okay. We've all been there where we've done something and we have to just sit back at the end of the day and be like, this is on you, bro. Yeah. This is on me. Like it's it's it is what it is. And we've all been there. We've all been there. But again, congratulations for, you know, having the problem of having to choose between yeah. two what guys. What a problem. What a life. You know, I'm choosing between like George and Henry on Bumble who are discussing. <laughs> no offense. They're not actually there. I'm just encompassing George everyone and into Henry. that. Um anyways, so oh, yeah. Shoot. That's my that's my that story for today. Yeah, that good luck, good. girl. Love you a got good this. Love a good love triangle. You got this. Keep us updated. Yeah, the drama, the drama. We live for it. Yep. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Um, Okay, Uh, going on to my story. This one is titled Sabotage Snooping. Snooping? Are Mm -hmm. you a snooper? I'm not a snooper. I'm an accidental snooper. I I think in my head, if I don't have like evidence of anything, why would I look? But then also in my head, if I don't actually see it, it's not real. (laughs) Oh, so you're like the avoidance, like yeah, ignorance is absolutely. bliss. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless I am like, you know, unless there's like hard evidence for something. I think I'm just naturally like someone will be talking. And I'm like, oh, who said that? 
but I, it's not because I'm like, I'm just like nosy. Or like if someone's sitting next to me, I'll catch myself looking at their phone and then I'm like, they probably don't want you to do that, Taryn. Like, look away. <laughs> but it's not that I'm like intentionally. It's like I just do it and then I'm like, oh, Taryn, boundaries. Yeah, you boundaries, know? Taryn. Okay. Sabotage snooping. Hey, Taryn and Ashley, I've gotten myself into a bit of a bind and I knew right away I wanted to ask you ladies for Love help. It. I feel like a detective. This is fun. I've been seeing a guy for the past two months. We are not, quote, official yet because he wants me to meet his parents first, which is going to be happening this coming weekend. Wait, I've never heard of that. Me neither. Meet my parents before we're in a relationship? Yeah. Parents must have a big wow. say. Oh, okay. Okay. I could see I'm it assuming. That yeah. And like they approve or they don't approve. Interesting. Kind of situation. My, my boyfriend asked my dad's permission to ask me to be his girlfriend. That's adorable. It was really cute. I've never had anyone ask my dad anything. He did it in a really cute way. It's very cute. He still sucks, but it was cute. (laughs) Now, the issue. I'll stay the night at his place, and he'll let me sleep in when he goes to work. So that means I'm at his place, alone. And naturally, very curious. A month ago, I snooped. I found a keychain with a girl's name on it in his nightstand. Additional backstory here, when we first started talking, he told me that the girl was a friend who was supposed to be a date for a wedding in September, but she ended up bailing at the last minute. This wedding came up in conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I asked him if he had heard from the girl since she bailed. Keep in mind, I had already found the keychain at this point. He said no, and I let it go. At this point, I'm thinking that maybe they hooked up before or something, and he forgot that he had that keychain in his drawer. I don't care if they did or not. That's not the issue here. This morning, I went to see if it was still in the drawer. And it wasn't. And then I looked in the second drawer of the nightstand, and lo and behold, there it was. That damn keychain. So our boy moved the keychain from one drawer to another, and now I know that he knows that he has it. I'm bothered that he still has it and didn't get rid of it. The story I'm telling myself is that it's a trophy of some kind or that he hasn't fully let her go. I've been burned in the past by a similar situation. January will be three months of being, quote, together. And up until this keychain incident, I've had zero reason to doubt him. (laughs) His phone is always out and available to me and not on do not disturb mode. He's incredibly kind and supportive and he's prioritized my happiness. He's a private person in general. And so I feel bad having violated his privacy, but he's also very level-headed and logical, so I think that there could be a civil conversation. I'm trying to figure out, one, is this even something to be upset over? Am I sabotaging an otherwise amazing thing? Two, do I say anything? Can I just take the keychain and chuck it out my car window on the way home and we both never have to speak of it until uh, our deathbeds? And three, If I bring it up, should I tell him that I saw it in both spots or just say that I saw it and see if he's honest? Also, I'm an Enneagram type six and a Virgo. He's a Libra Enneagram unknown. (laughs) I truly hope y'all are able to read my issue and give me some advice on how you would handle this. Thank you so much for giving me a great podcast to get lost in each week. Love Anonymous. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm very curious to hear what you have to say. Okay. Um, I I think I've kind of like summarized how I feel about this. Um, so I'm just going gonna go ahead and say it. Um, you are not actually together yet. Hmm. It's only been three months. In my opinion, he doesn't need to tell you anything. Okay. Until there's like a committed anything. Yeah. If I was with someone and I was holding on to something from like an ex's or a past relationship or whatever, I would feel no need to get rid of it until I'm in a committed relationship. Yeah. So I'm giving him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Um, because if if you aren't in a, officially seeing each other, then he's not doing anything wrong by holding on yeah. to it. Um, and we don't even know exactly what happened with the keychain. Yeah. So why blow it out of proportion and ruin something that could be really, really good over this tiny keychain when you technically, he's not even your boyfriend yet. Yeah. 
I definitely, it was funny because at first I was like, no, this is like not a big deal at all. Like guys aren't like, I don't think guys are like girls where they like go through their house and make sure everything's gone. Like, no, yeah. I don't think that's I'm a thing. I'm not like that. <laughs> it, I am, if it's like a very big dramatic thing, like when me and my ex broke up, it was like very tragic for me. So right. I was like, I don't want anything in but my that's house. that's in the ex of four years. Yes. This guy, this guy possibly hooked up with yes. this girl once. So first I was like, he probably doesn't know it's there. Then it got moved. So I'm like, okay, obviously he does know it's there. Um, now I'm, what I'm hearing is I think she's more phased by like, I've asked him if, he still talks to her and he said no. So she's taking that as like, you're saying there's nothing going on, but why would you like, yeah. But this is my main thing I will say, and I feel like you'll back me up on this. I have heard from multiple sixes that their biggest issue in relationships is that they're constantly testing. So constantly like trying to like almost be ahead of a problem and then when they see like one tiny sign of something that makes them feel weird then they start going through all these like imaginary hoops they're putting their person in and they're getting bitter every step of the way if they're not doing what they think they should be doing Mm -hmm. and when I'm hearing your story it sounds very like spirally Yes, that's yes, a very good way I to agree. say. It. Where I I can I can feel within your thing how this is something that consumes you, yeah. and I get it. Like especially when like you get into a place of insecurity, like that is a really hard thing to get out of because everything feels so big. Yeah, but I do agree with Ash. I think I think that until there's like it sounds like he's committed to if he wants you to meet his parents. Mm-hmm. That's a big right. Set. Yeah. Um. It could be nothing, but I also think I'm very, I'm a firm believer in if something is hurting you for a long time, you should speak up about it. Yeah. So part of me is like, just go ahead and have the conversation and just be like, hey, I know this is so weird, but like, I was looking in your drawer and I saw the keychain with her name on it. And like, I'm just being honest, like for a second, I started freaking out about it. So instead of me being like all paranoid in my head, I just wanted to talk to you about it. And just like bring it up super like nonchalant. But if you don't want to do that, then I think you need to move on and stop trying to make him prove if he deserves your trust and just trust him till he proves that he doesn't. Okay. Yes. I think that's solid advice. Mm -hmm. I personally, I don't know why, emotionally, I feel like I relate a lot to men. If anyone snooped through my drawers before a committed relationship, I'd have a problem with that. Yeah, I would personally be offended and I immediately I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even go to like, why are you feeling this way? Or, oh, I'm so sorry. This has been bothering you. I'd be like, leave. I'd be annoyed. She has to she can't bring it up without admitting that what she did. So you've kind of put yourself in a situation where I'm saying be very careful because you honestly, even though you guys are progressing in your relationship, it's almost been three months yeah, it's still not an actual relationship yet, and that would that would bother me. Yeah, a lot. Oh, the fact that I would never say out loud to him, and this is just me personally, is I saw that it moved from one drawer to the other. That That's, is next level. Like, that is next level, and and that would, in the even kindest I would be way, by in that. the kindest way, and I this is I'm saying this lovingly. It is showing that you're spiraling. Yeah, and that is a lot to show someone who's not in a committed relationship <laughs> with yeah. you, who still has that like, do I want to? Do I don't? Yeah. You know, and I don't. I don't want you to hide who you are from this person. But I, I just, I do think that if you tell him, you would have to figure out like a very rational way to say that. Hey, I was snooping. Here's what I found. And yeah. I have, is this controlling my life? And am I thinking about it 24-7? Yes, that's, that's what it sa- seems like since you've checked it twice. Well, too, like, I've had friends that were in a relationship, had this gut feeling, they snooped and confirmed that they were being cheated on. Right. So they bring that up and the guy tries to be like, you were snooping through my stuff. And it's like, nope, you don't have an argument because you're cheating on me. Right. And that's but also this is, like. This is different because it's like. different. Oh, you're holding on to something like maybe it's not like you've been yeah. you've you've been noticing, you know, it's not like you've been dating for a while and he's been texting while you're there or he's mm-hmm. been like 
getting home late or like all the stereotypical red flags like all of those I feel like lead up to a snooping situation and that's valid but like this in my opinion isn't valid yeah so be careful how you tell him because it's in my opinion an invasion of privacy I also think you need to look deeper into why you are feeling so insecure. Yes. And if your reasoning has nothing to do with stuff he's actually done to you, then that's a you pro like that's a you thing. You've yeah. gotta like get you in need check. to separate what he's done yeah. and what you're struggling because with. Because if he's if he hasn't done anything to make you think you can't trust him, that's not fair to keep putting him through these like little hoops. Yeah. But it's up to you. And the thing is, is like I don't believe in going into relationships, hiding all of the bad things about yourself, hoping you can trick them long enough to get them. So if if you are the type of person that is paranoid and this is going to be happening, then I think he should see a glimpse of it. If that's like what it's going to be. Let him know what it's like. Like, I know I'm a very emotional person and I have to talk about stuff. So Mm -hmm. I do like very early on with my relationships and for me, that's how I get close to people so fast. But if someone were to be like, I'm not into that, I'd rather them know at the beginning. So I'm just saying, like, if it if it does get to a point where you're tortured 24-7, I, I mean, he deserves to see that that's the type of person you are. But also, I think you need to, like, restructure and figure out, like, where is this coming from exactly? Yeah, and Taryn was spot on with the whole, like, six thing. Um something you do and it's a survival technique is try to find anything dangerous that could harm you yeah and like blow it out of proportion and think of different possible scenarios that could happen from this one situation and i think what you've done is you found a little thing blown it out of proportion and assumed that there he's cheating on you or he's still on into this person but we need to yeah you know we need to recognize that this is something that we struggle with Reel it back in and remind ourselves yeah. this is a keychain to a guy who you are technically not in a relationship with. Yeah. So restructure. <laughs> Tread lightly. <laughs> like when you first said trophies, I'm like, okay, trophy is a scary word. If yeah. it was like naked Polaroids of women who you're like, are they conscious or not? Then run. But it's a keychain. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. The <laughs> That's where my mind goes. It's right? literally a keychain. And she could have left it there and maybe he's maybe she is a friend and nothing happened and he's going to give it back to mm-hmm. her. Or maybe they did hook up once and it's hers and he's planning on giving it back to yeah. her. But like he hasn't like seen her at all. So that's why he's keeping it. But yeah, I would I would reel it back in. I don't think it's that big of a deal. So far, he's done nothing to yeah. raise suspicion. And so. if you're needing to feel that security, then more a more productive way to approach it is would be to like sit him down and just be like hey I just want to know like are you dating other people like are we are we dating other people or like are we just dating each other then then you can get your security in that if that's that's what I'm saying like you have to go down to like the what is the bigger problem is it that you feel nervous that you don't have him just to yourself okay well then talk about that yeah don't go searching for keychains and trying to like prove that he's and write this whole script in your Mm -hmm. head of how he's hurting you um because i agree agree with taryn in my head it sounds like you really like him and you want to be in a relationship with him but you're not yet so i agree with taryn i think and you don't even have to have the whole define the relationship thing you can just be like hey just so you know I'm not seeing anyone else and I want you to know that just so you know where I am. Yeah. I'm not expecting a like, you know, let's make this official right now conversation. I just want you to know like that's that's where I'm at and you don't have to be there yet, but that's where I am. Yeah. And I feel like he could pro- very possibly, especially since he wants you to meet his parents, be like, yeah. hey, fun fact, me too. Love it. Yeah. So good Love luck with that. It. You got this. <laughs> Re- reel it in, girl. Oh, reel reel it, in. it in a little bit. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> we got to save our crazy for when they deserve it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If, That's he's, what I if do. he's sneaking around doing doing dirty, awful things, then go full crazy on him. Yeah, I'm but the so poor, easy the poor guy. The poor guy is just living life right now. <laughs> yeah, he's not even aware. <laughs> That's no, no idea. idea. <laughs> me and every fight me and Asher in, me just being so sad and tortured for months and her just like, la-di-da. <laughs> That's la-di-da. what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, That's totally. what I mean. I get it, girl. Should we wrap it up? Yes. And in the spirit of Christmas, <clears throat> how can you tell that Santa is real? Santa is real because he eats 
the cookies that you leave out for him? That's a very literal answer. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, what was that thing I was going to start telling you? Remember that show nice we were try. watching? Oh, uh, oh, what was it? I forgot it. It's uh, so funny, though. Oh, no. I'll try to think of it. It'll Everyone's like, I don't care. I don't yeah. know you're are like, get on with it. Because you can always sense his presence. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I love that. Thanks. Merry Christmas, everyone. Mer- no, but genuinely, we're so thankful for you guys. Oh. And we hope you have the best Christmas because... You are gifts to us, and we love you. And I would like genuinely mean that. Full cheese, full, full cheese. cheese. Um, yeah, we very much appreciate you guys. We're so thankful for you, um, and we will talk to you guys soon. Next year, baby. Bye. Uh, no, you. we still have the twenty seventh episode. Bye. Oh, I'll see you next year too, though. So <laughs> bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>